it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. I am a lifelong techie, and you are probably here because you are an artist, a creative, a musician, an acting coach, a singing coach, or do something else that empowers others to explore their creativity and just dig in deep. It is my mission to help you create profitable, sustainable, and exciting online programs, even if tech is a four-letter word. This is episode number 141. And in the past two episodes, I have talked about software, actual software solutions that you are going to want to implement in order to create your online programs. Today, we are going to talk about a bigger picture, the customer journey or the customer flow and how these tools help us to navigate that journey. For the sake of this podcast episode, I want to assume that you have taught whatever it is that you're going to be providing online, that you have taught that either in a studio or in person in some way, whether it's workshops or in somebody's home or in your home, but you've actually taught whatever it is that you are bringing online in person before. Now, if you are just starting out, there are still a lot of tangible nuggets inside this episode for you. I just wanted to preface it saying that I am gearing this towards someone who has already had offline success. And what that means is that you already understand what success looks like for your students, which allows us to create this customer journey. How did your in-person students come to you before? How did they find out about your program? How did they find out about your studio or your instruction or the way that you teach or where you teach? That is a very, very important piece. Because while we can lean on that, it is not exactly the same in the online space. So we'll come back to that. But the first thing is, is how do people find out about you? The next thing is, is how do they find out about your programs? How have people traditionally learned about your offerings and your prices and how to sign up and all of those nitty gritty details? The next one is, is what do they do when they show up for the first lesson, for the first class, for the first workshop, when you show up at their house, whatever it is, what is that initial phase of interaction and engagement? What is that like? What do you do to set them up for success in this environment? And what expectations do they have when they are coming in? From there, we are going to deliver our program. Whatever your program is, we are going to be delivering it, whether it's a one-hour workshop, a five-hour workshop, four weekly sessions, a three-month program, a one-year program, whatever it might be, 
here we have now taken them into the core of our program. I've talked about this on the podcast before, and the goal of your program is to get them wins every single session and to continually move them towards their goals. So we're not going to talk about the infrastructure of the program itself, but rather we're going to then jump all the way to the end of your program. And how do we make sure that they see our program in glowing lights and in something that is extremely favorable, something that they would want to use as a launch pad into their next program with you or share about the program that they have just completed with their friends. So that's kind of our process for today. We are going to be starting with how do people find out about you and your offers. So those are those first two categories that I kind of talked about. In the offline space, they found out about you through your community center, through community bulletin boards, through local advertising, through word of mouth, through relationships that you've built with other businesses that operate around where you are. We can do all those same things in the online space. Word of mouth is still going to be huge. The cross promotion with other businesses is going to be a very powerful tool. And then we have social media, social media and content marketing. I should put those two in the same bucket. Content marketing means putting out free content as a form of showing your expertise. This could be a YouTube channel. This could be an Instagram live show. This could be your posts on any social media platform. This could be a blog. It could be a podcast. It could be a newsletter. We're going to leave that newsletter for a couple of minutes, but that's the idea is putting out free content so people can see it. And that's also what social media is. It's putting out free content so people can see it and learn about you and get excited. That is our very first stage. And here we go into tying it into the technology. The earliest possible opportunity for someone to take their first action, their first step needs to be low barrier. We want them to sign up for our email list in exchange for some kind of freebie. Really, this is why we want to make sure that we have an email marketing system that we love. We want to make sure that their first exposure with something that is transactional, which is them giving us their email address, is a good one. We don't want to be creating a form where they give us their email address and that they go nowhere. We always want to have a thank you page um, or a next step action after they have signed up for our email. It could be join your Facebook group. It could be check your inbox. It could be read this article. It could be check out this podcast episode. There's a number of things, but this is why when someone first gets exposure to us, we want to create a really good experience with them because we want them to come back. So now that they are on our email list, we want to continue to offer them valuable content in all the ways that we have before and in our email and on our website. 
This is now a time where we can get into those warming sequences and make it so that people are excited about your information. We also want to make sure that they know of any deadlines that are coming up for any programs that you are offering, especially if you're offering programs with a live component. There is a date that they have to sign up by, and we want to make sure that that is well communicated. This is why I love making sure that the website and the emails correspond with each other. You want to make sure that if you're sending out an automated email, that it sends people to the website that has the most up-to-date information so that you only have to update things in one place. So updating your registration dates on your website makes sense. And then in your email, you can say, we've got another session of this starting soon. Click here for details. And you never have to go back and touch that email. Kind of nice. So now we are at a point where we are wanting people to understand what offers we have for them. We want to showcase our students' successes. We want to showcase uh, testimonials from students, how they have felt after going through our programs. We want to make sure that our schedule, expectations, and requirements are all clearly communicated so that someone can say yes. Remember I said we want to make sure that we're always driving people back to the yes, I want this. So that is kind of how we do that. And this is where online business kind of takes a really funny curve. It's okay and it's recommended to have one-on-one interaction with people while they're in this process. We want to have Facebook DM messages or Instagram DM messages or, oh my goodness, telephone calls or Zoom calls or some other kind of one-on-one conversation with this person to help and make sure that they are in the right place and excited about this program. You already know that the program is going to be successful because of your experience and expertise and past client history. This is where we want to make sure that they know that they are in really good hands. Once someone says, yes, I want this, I want to take this program from Jamie, what happens? We want that process to be as easy and as straightforward as possible. So that means that our email marketing system needs to be integrated with the system that we are using to deliver the content and that things run smoothly. Let me tell you exactly what I mean here. When someone goes and signs up, whether it's on GrooveFunnels or Thinkific or MemberVault or Kajabi or your WordPress site or Simplero or whatever system you decide to use, when they go and sign up there and they've given us their money and said yes, then what? Then we want to make sure that they get tagged appropriately in our email marketing system to say, this is a client. Let's treat them amazing. We always treat our clients amazing. But one of the ways that we can make sure that we are treating them amazing is to stop any email automations that are going to them that are inviting them to this program. 
stop the marketing and move into the onboarding. So we're going to take them out of an automation that is part of our sales process and put them into an automation that helps them know that they're in the right place and that they're going to be set up for success. That's why these systems need to be working together consistently and that we pay attention. It's really important if you are using any outside tracking systems or if you have anybody on your team who's doing some selling for you or inviting people into your programs for you, that everybody is aware that this person has signed up for the program because we do not want to market to the sold. That's just icky and it makes us not look as good. That's why our technology has to work together. When someone has just signed up, they are anxious and they are excited. They might be a little bit nervous. They might be really scared. But most of all, they are anticipating a transformation of some kind. And we want to deliver that the best way to kick off the new phase of our relationship with them is to give them clarity, is to give them the expectations that you have for them showing up and doing the work and the expectations that they can have from you as they go through the program. And it doesn't matter if your program is completely self-paced or if it has live components, that doesn't matter. It's a matter of making sure expectations are clear from both sides because we don't want someone to sign up for our program and not complete it. There are a lot of people who do not actually complete the programs that they purchase online. I could absolutely guarantee that you've got one or two in your pocket and that every single one of the people who is signing up to work with you, they've probably done the same thing. And in this way, we want to make sure that your program's success is an actual success for this individual. Your success is not measured by dollars in. It is measured by satisfied clients out. Okay, so that's really the first half. We want to make sure that our technology is supporting our efforts and that our efforts are supporting our clients. Now, let's jump to the end of the program. And this can look different depending on the type of program that you're running. It could be a specific amount of days or weeks after that program purchase was made. Or if it's a self-paced program, it'll be whenever they complete. We want to make sure that there is a feedback form of some kind at the end of the program. This will also be a place where you'll be able to ask for a testimonial. Some people like to do their feedback form and their testimonial request separately so that a feedback form can be anonymous if desired. My personal belief is that if you are running a group program where everyone starts at the same time and ends at the same time, doing them as separate works really well because everybody has the opportunity to submit their testimonial and their feedback form 
at the same time and you can truly keep the feedback forms anonymized. Anonymized? I don't even know if that's a word, but whatever. We're going to go with that. Whereas if it's a self-paced program or course or workshop or whatever it is, it's kind of clear that the survey is tied to that person because they're the only one, most likely, who's completing it at that time. And your learning management system will be able to tell you who is actually completing that form. So in that case, I do think it is really important to make sure that they know that their answers are not anonymous and that you can definitely ask for the testimonial at the same exact time. That's the first thing. Always get feedback and testimonials. The second thing is back in your email marketing system, making sure that they are tagged appropriately to say that they have completed this program. And then take them through a journey of what's next. You may have other programs. You may have one-on-one. You may have a friend or an associate that's a referral partner that you say, I think you're ready for this program. There's a number of things that you can do, but the offboarding of clients is as important as the onboarding because that is their final taste. We want them to have a really good dessert after they've had a fabulous meal. You know, when you go to a restaurant and you have a fabulous meal and then the dessert is burnt, you remember the dessert, not the fabulous meal. It's the same thing with the offboarding. We want to make sure that they remember the entire experience and are not put off by the end. So that's why we want to make sure that our systems, yeah, I know I keep coming back to it, but we want to make sure that our software systems work together to keep everything nice and tight and give the best opportunity for someone to have a great overall experience from the time of learning about your program through onboarding, through program delivery, and into offboarding and whatever is next. That's where the magic happens with online programs. And that's where the start of the referral wheel comes back into play. I hope you understand the relationship between the software components that we use in the online space and how it is truly important to make sure that these processes are set up right to begin with. If you are interested in getting your system set up, then please reach out to me. Join the Expand Online community on Facebook. Send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm here to help you make sure that you have the success that you seek in the online space. Your students deserve it, and so do you. Have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week, and I will be back with another episode next week.